0: The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen.
1: Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.
2: Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, it's not always what you eat, but when you eat that we can have a big effect on the overall health. Well, on today's show, we're going to discuss both eating right at the right time, with the end result being a happier, healthier you. Plus, we'll tell you what's going on around town and give you a chance to win a $100 gift card. But first up, we're happy to welcome a new guest on the show, registered dietitian. Chuck Rudolph has been helping people eat right and get fit for almost 20 years, training Olympic athletes as well as several collegiate and professional athletes. Chuck's expertise is directed at weight reduction, body fat loss, and enhancing sports performance through simple yet superior nutrition planning and education. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Chuck, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Can't wait to talk. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love this, too, <laughs> because you know what? We just ask one question, and you go. You fill up our, <laughs> our show. This is so interesting. And you know what? For those in the audience that may not be familiar with you and your mission and your work, fill us, fill us in.
1: Um, well, basically, my, my, my education was centered around health um, from, from just from the get-go, being an athlete uh, in high school and college, just kind to learn about nutrition. And, um, you know, my mom's diabetic, so that kind of another reason why I kind of get into the my insulin balancing philosophy is what I preach. So you know, um, you know my master's in biochemistry and nutrition education, um, and just teach people how to eat. It's it's it doesn't have to be as hard as everyone thinks. It's it's kind of one of those um, teach a person what the good things are, and then also show them how to get around those when they're when they're when they're stressed out or when there's no time. Because let's face it, we don't none of us have time to make the perfect meal. We don't have chefs. So how do we go around it? Can we make one or two meals good a day? And then the other two or three, All right, where do we get them? How do we get them? Do we not eat? So that's what I try to teach people is learning how to get around the hard times mm-hmm. and get the nutrition that you need in so that everything's balanced and then we can lose body fat, we can have healthy blood levels, we can do all kinds of stuff with our health and keep ourselves living, you know, as long as we can.
2: Perfect. I love that. And today uh, we are talking about the health, we're talking about healthy eating and you don't have to be a world-class athlete to eat right and get into better shape with our uh, ch- the childhood obesity rates going <laughs> up and the overall general health of our nation, we can do better when it comes to living healthier. So, uh, I guess what's the number one mistake people make when trying to burn fat and lose weight?
1: They don't eat enough. Mm. Everyone does, just go on a thousand calories. You know, I always tell the story, you know, you you go on a twelve hundred calorie diet. Most people when they start want they gotta lose weight or they wanna lose yeah, they want to lose weight versus body fat. I'm gonna go on twelve hundred calories. So they eat twelve hundred calories and within four or five weeks they lose ten pounds. Yeah, they're all happy, they're <laughs> stoked, right? And then all of a sudden it quits and they're stuck. And like, well then I'll go to a thousand maybe because I'm just eating too much I can't lose no more. Not realizing maybe they actually gained some muscle tissue. Anyway so they go down to 1,000 and they only lose another pound or so. And then they get all mad and they get all upset and they go out and they just eat whatever the heck they want. And they get up the next morning and they lose like four pounds. And then they say, wow, man, I should just eat whatever I want anyway. It doesn't matter if I diet and blah, 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 And the thing is, is what's <laughs> really going on at that point is they did 1,200 calories. Mm-hmm. They're working out now. They probably on a higher protein diet. So they built some muscle at the time. Okay. So within the first four to five weeks, they lost weight. No problem. They did burn some body fat. Then when they got to where their muscles started recovering four or five weeks down the road and they built muscle tissue, the scale stopped because we swapped body fat for building muscle. Okay? Then their body has been so accustomed to these low calories that the metabolism is just slowing down. So it gets even harder to burn and harder to lose. Mm-hmm. Then they go out and they throw out 2,500 calories and the body's so happy that it just starts burning and burning and burning so then it actually burns body fat at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, There's a reason as to why that's happening. So that's what I teach when I teach people how to eat. You got to have workout day calories, you do off day calories, and then we have cheat meals. And the reason being is we got to make sure that that body is never, ever satisfied. Keep it guessing. Same way with training. Any Mm -hmm. top trainer will tell you we're not going to do the same routine for two years in a row. Okay, we're Mm going to do it for four weeks. We're going to change it up because the body's going to adapt. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to adapt and survive. So the whole idea is to keep it guessing. Make it fun, keep it guessing, make it real. So,
2: oh, I love it. And that's true. That's a, I, you teach a lot of, uh, you obviously you keep people guessing, but, uh, you really do. You keep it healthy. And, uh, if we can all have, <laughs> have you with us at every point in time when we go to the grocery store, uh, and teach them while they're young too. Yeah. Big time. I love that part. You, you were quoted. We, just, we were talking off, um, off the mic. I can teach a person how to go to McDonald's. And that's just in a quick pinch. You wouldn't right. really want to make that your, well, your no, staple. But. Yeah,
1: you don't want to make someone go to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling someone to go eat at McDonald's or Burger King. Mm-mm. But if you get up in the morning and you don't eat, mm-hmm. I would rather you go to a McDonald's and get something in your system. Because not eating breakfast is the worst thing you can do. Okay?
2: Let's talk about that. Let's Let's expand on that. Because why?
1: Well, first off, let's see. Typically the person doesn't eat after seven o'clock. Okay. So they go to bed at 10. It's three hours with no food. Then we've got let's six, seven hours of sleep. Okay. So now we're at nine hours with no food. And then you're going to wake up in the morning with no food. Okay. So we're going almost 12, 13 hours before we go to eat. The problem with that over time is that the body starts to sense it's starving. So what it does is slows down its metabolism and then it starts storing because we don't know when it's ever going to get food again. And then when you do eat at 10 o'clock and it's a bunch of sugar because your brain's hurting Because you got no food in your system You spike insulin and the body says finally mm-hmm. There's nutrients, thank God, store it Put it in the belly, put it in the belly, put it in the belly That's what happens and that's why you'll see people with The central obesity mm-hmm. I can tell a person right off the bat when they first come in and see me You know, my businessmen or my businesswomen They come in and they'll be like, yeah, I just can't lose weight And I'll be like, you don't eat breakfast Because mm-hmm. the man's got nothing on his arms Skinny man, he's got his big old belly <laughs> So he doesn't eat breakfast, he eats a huge lunch and then go seven hours and has a huge dinner, hmm. you know. Oh, but I only eat 1, thousand fifteen hundred calories a day. It Doesn't matter. Each time you're eating seven hundred fifty, you're starving yourself. So your body's going to store it because it has to survive. Hmm. So it's all about that balance, balancing that insulin response. So.
2: Okay. Well, I'm really guilty. In fact, you could probably look at me and say, okay, bingo, here's your problem. <laughs> and <laughs> I haven't even gone through the whole system yet here. So here's my issue. And I, I, I get up at two o'clock in the morning and I do right. my own gig. But you asked me, what do you eat for breakfast? But you, t- you said, tell me what I should do.
1: Well, basically the first thing within the first 45 minutes, we have to get something in the system. What I like telling people to do is if you're not going to eat food, a full on meal, then at least get some peanut butter, get some almond butter, Um, coconut butter, or um, cashew butter. Go get something and get some sort of a nutty, protein, fatty type of food, 110, 115, 120 calories. Get it in the system to get the negative hormones that are on while we're going to sleep, get those turned off. Okay, we got to get the good ones turned on, is what I tell people, and get the bad ones turned off. It's a crazy complex, you know, pathways that go on. But in essence, what you're trying to do is... Get the hunger hormones Mm -hmm. gone so that we're not starving and we're not overeating when we go to eat. And then let's balance that insulin response. So even in the morning, you know, a hard-boiled egg, that's almost perfect. Mm -hmm. Wake up in the morning. You don't have time for breakfast, but you're not going to, you know, you're not going to eat for another three hours. The hard-boiled egg in your mouth. Perfect. Mm -hmm. It's very healthy. Very, it's got, got everything you need. Proteins and fats, everything you need.
2: Right, and that's what you're talking about. Your proteins it. and fats kind of Protein person. Protein and fat and right. fiber, that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and again, it's at that point. That you're not really even counting the calories at that point.
1: Oh, who cares? There's, there's right. no reason to. If you yeah. balance insulin, you can eat so many more calories and only build muscle tissue. It's pretty amazing.
2: Okay, and you also talked about the fact that your mom was a diabetic, so this insulin portion is really important to you. Yes. And let's talk about that.
1: Well, basically what, uh, what she was doing is she, you know, she's, you know, fats are bad. You know, let's not eat fats. Well, her hemoglobin A1C was high and her blood sugar was rising high and they wanted to put her on a a drug. Okay. So she told me, yeah, they put me on a drug. So I started getting into it. Okay. Well, what's going on? You know, this is early in college and, uh, ended up finding out this insulin. Let's find out what insulin does and why is it there and what's happening. So once I figured out if you can balance that insulin response to each meal, then we can control how much glucose is going to sit around in the blood. OK, so what I end up finding out is fiber and fat slow down what's called transit time. Transit time is from the stomach to the small intestine. Mm. OK, so let's say you have 15 grams of sugar it goes in your belly, rushes through your belly, gets down the small intestine and the pancreas freaks out, sends out a boatload of insulin. So now we only got 15 grams to soak up. Yet we've got all this insulin floating around. Hyperinsulinemia. And then it starts storing stuff everywhere it wants to because that's what insulin does. It's a fat storing hormone, it's a nutrient storing hormone. So uh, if we've got, we're not eating, okay, let's say we're not eating food and all of a sudden we spike the insulin response, it's going to store fat because of starvation and I got to survive. So what I ended up finding out is if you put a little bit of fat with that 15 grams of sugar, it actually, you get a less of an insulin response Mm -hmm. because fat kind of like, slows down that transit time and you put some fiber with it it slows down even more so now if a meal's balanced with a little bit of fiber and some fat and some protein you could probably put a little carbohydrate in there and it slows down that insulin response that's the key that's that's how i teach i try to teach people balance that insulin response
2: and i guess how would i know if my insulin is out of balance can i measure it or how well you can
1: it? yeah i mean you can you know to eat food and take a prick and Find out what your where your glucose levels are and how mm-hmm. sensitive your insulin mm-hmm. is. Um, one of the biggest thing is craving sugar. If you crave sugar, I guarantee you, your your mm-hmm. insulin's out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you are crashing after after eating foods, that's another sign that you've got some insulin imbalance or food choices that aren't 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 balancing that response. So that that afternoon crash, that's diet related. Okay. Right.
2: Yep. I guess. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oops. Yep. That is, I'm hearing all kinds of things I'm going well, to need. But however,
1: know. your afternoon's probably 10 in the morning, though. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, <laughs> is. I know. That's why, yeah, when we're talking lunchtime, <laughs> that's dinner time to me, too. So, yeah,
2: everything's out of whack in my world. <laughs> well, um, there's so much more that we're going to talk about, so uh, keep in mind. And uh, also, you were talking about a, a hormone called g- Galen? Galen. Galen.
1: Galen is, it's a hormone that, like, cortisol increases as we start to wake up. Mm-hmm. So, cortisol is a muscle eating. Uh, uh. Hormone, ghrelin is a hormone that's released to say, "Hey, I'm hungry." Uh-oh. So basically, if we can, you know, reduce that <laughs> hormone by eating. Right. Then we can get that hunger response going.
2: And stop eating. Correct. <laughs> no, correct. I mean, well, right now. Yeah, eat when you're supposed to. to. Right. <laughs> okay, there we go. Well, so in- interesting information, Chuck. We're going to have to take a quick break. We're going to be right back and we'll return and talk more about eating healthier. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market Sources Organic and Non GMO Small Batch
0: Paramenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solarray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solarray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show.
2: And we want to take the time to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching mothersmarket.com or you can download the podcast from our website. Mothersmarket.com, click on the link for radio and listen to our past shows. Plus, you can always download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with registered dietitian Chuck Rudolph, and we're talking about healthy eating. What are good proteins, fats and carbs?
1: Um, I usually recommend the leaner, the better. Uh, Chicken breast, Mm -hmm. uh, lean turkey breast, even the deli style. The the lean shaved turkey is good stuff. I love that. Um, You know, non-fat cottage cheese, 2% cottage cheese, that's a good source of protein. Eggs, eggs are a great source of protein. Filet is a good source of protein. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, (laughs) and then, you know, you've got quinoa, it's a grain, it's a good source of protein. Um, There's also uh, whey protein powders. You know, vegetarian protein powders. A lot of good sources of actual Im- essential amino acids. Complete proteins.
2: And what about um, avocado? Avocado <laughs> is a fat. I know, and can it's a great get fat. I <laughs> get,
1: I make sure everybody gets in. You know, if they eat avocados, they're going to get the option to eat quite a bit of them because it's a very beneficial fat. Um, all your nuts are good fats. Okay. Um, you know, some some people have peanut allergies. Some mm-hmm. people have allergies to walnuts, etc. So you just find out which ones are allergic to. Um, but cashews pecans sunflower seeds pistachios they're all great and essential fatty acids
2: okay so and we're talking um, i know you with carbs you always want to kind of move away from with the carbs but <laughs> it's the portion
1: g- is what i try to teach people the higher in fiber the carb the better obviously if we're going to group carbs everyone thinks of starches mm-hmm. but vegetables are carbs oh. um, so you know the more green vegetables the better um however it's the portion of carb is what people I feel people don't understand okay okay you know you're looking at a portion of oatmeal is a quarter cup dry most Mm -hmm. people eat half cup to a cup okay um rice you know or rice white rice brown rice a third cup cooked that's a portion of carb people look at that and they'll be like what am I gonna do with that it's two or three spoonfuls so it's the education of what I try to teach someone and say hey look you can eat 300 calories of rice Or you can eat 300 calories of broccoli, chicken, and some avocado. And I guarantee you'll have a hard time eating all the broccoli, chicken, and and, uh, avocado. And you'll be content for a good three hours. The rice will keep making you eat again.
0: Mm. The
1: reason being is what it does on insulin. Spikes insulin. Insulin too much. Pulls out the glucose. We get a hypoglycemic effect. Cravings start coming on. That's the whole nasty, repetitive process that goes on until you break that. So once you have low blood sugar, body wants sugar. It's gonna tell you to go get sugar, pastas, go get a coke, go get something. God forbid you do it, spike, you plummet again. So the whole idea is to learn to balance that, and that's why I'm not a huge carb fan. So more fiber, more fat, more protein. Yeah,
2: it's
1: for same. those individuals that are trying to stay healthy, be lean, and you know have good muscle tissue.
2: And that make, and you spell it out. You make it sound really easy, and that's true. And there's a reason yeah. why you want that. Proteins, and um, of course, yeah, it's the all about that balance with that insulin. Um, let's talk about snack. Well, okay, your snacks come in the form of meals. Correct. Okay, so let's talk about so that. So
1: the way that I teach people to eat is every meal's balanced. Mm-hmm. So if you're eating four times a day and you want snack to be second meal, then call it a snack. But it's still going to have similar calories as your breakfast, as your dinner, as your other snack, whatever. Um, and the reason being is that's to balance. Uh, an 800-calorie breakfast and a 100-calorie snack of almonds four hours later and then a 700-calorie lunch to me, that's not balanced. Some people argue, but you teach balance, you get a lot more re- response because the individual's never starving, they're never bloated, they're never stuffed. They're just content. And I tell people, if you're hungry, you've lost because then all of a sudden blood sugar is going to drop. You should mm-hmm. never be hungry. So then it's like, well, I'm eating all the time. Well, not if you're balanced. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole the whole idea is teaching people that you can have a snacky meal, but even that snacky meal needs to be calorie balanced. OK, so, you know, a protein bar, you can get a protein bar that's high protein, high fat, uh, put a little more almonds with it to give you your 300 calories or you can have a piece of chicken, some broccoli and some avocado. Now, that's still you can get 300 calories, but it, it looks like a meal versus a snack. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea is to balance that, you know, mm-hmm. Fagia yogurt, that with some almonds and a little bit of blueberries. Great meal, mm-hmm. snacky type, but still equivalent to, you know, a dinner that's with some meat and some vegetable and some, some fats. So it's just teaching. It's educating. That's all it is.
2: What about where do cheeses fall in your line?
1: All over the place. Cheeses are good. (laughs) I'm like, how do you feel about cheese? uh, Cheese, (laughs) you know, wines. I mean, that's, that's what I, the thing is, is not to take foods away from people. Mm -hmm. You know, the only thing that I can't work with is a five pound bag of sugar. Mm -hmm. Everything else I can incorporate into anyone's plan. It doesn't matter because, and that's what makes it more realistic. You know, the people that like it, maybe have like to have a drink at night mm-hmm. or on the weekends. What are you going to say? Oh, no, I'm on a diet. I can't have fun. It doesn't work. That's why they fall off the diet. Versus just learning how to eat.
2: Uh, We talked a little bit about that. Even uh, we talked about how you uh, like a margarita. And you were talking about, well, you have uh, the sweetened, the the low cal. Yeah, yeah, they call it a
1: skinny margarita. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a couple places that make it around where I live, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's another way to do it.
2: Adapting, basically.
1: It is. And it is. It's it's give and take. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you, you know, I'm going to recommend that you can have your fun time. Mm -hmm. But you got to give me a little bit as well. Right. You know, we can't do rum and coke all the time. Let's do rum and diet. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's kind of a catch-22.
2: Okay, well, while we're talking about drinks, what are good drinks to wor- uh, to have throughout the day? Water, <laughs> water, 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 water. Water,
1: water, <laughs> water, water, water. water. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, most of your drinks out there are going to be loaded with sugars. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's natural or not, it's still loaded with sugars. Um, but water is huge. Hydration's huge. You know, fortunately, right now at the, at MRM, we're actually developing developing a product that increases your Body's hydration status Mm. it's an Amazing product and it also Increases your want to drink more Water it's very it's very very Unique product and uh, it's going to some turn some heads it's pretty impressive
2: and it doesn't have any sugar no nope. of course not <laughs> how did i know that? <laughs> naturally
1: sweet and naturally flavored uh,
2: and so along those lines too being the, the mom of course we should always make sure that our kids are just drinking enough water but everybody needs to drink water we don't drink enough water sure. um and so other uh, anything that you can suggest with your meals i'm um, kind of all over the place on this, but, um, I'm just trying to think of what other meals look like throughout the day. You talked about breakfast. We talked about, um, you know, your lunch, your chicken with avocados and, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like what your meals look like throughout the day with what they look like throughout the day.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, they can vary. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole thing is, is you got a wide list of proteins. You have a wide list of vegetables, carbohydrates, fruits, and we have a wide list of fats. So there's never a certain thing. It's just getting that proper portion. If you want turkey today, have turkey. And turkey avocado on a piece of Ezekiel bread. Hot diggity dog with this tomato. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah. You know? But mm-hmm. it's the portion of the carb and it's still the portion of the protein and it's the portion of the fat. We can't just have a full avocado at one time, even though it's beneficial, it's still too many calories at one time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not like even though I say I'm a high fat, high protein guy, it doesn't mean that we're just gonna eat ten thousand calories. This has to be proportioned, Mm -hmm. okay? And that's the key, and that's what a lot of people, you know, sometimes will be like, high-fat, high-protein. Are you crazy? I'm going to get fat. Well, not if it's balanced and not if it's portioned properly. You know, you won't eat 3,000 calories because you can't because your body's not telling you that you're starving. So, you know, I mean, it it, it can vary. I mean, breakfasts can be eggs and um, avocado and some bacon. I mean, what the heck? We can put bacon in there. Mm -hmm. You know, dinners can be, you know, chicken salad. Chicken oh. Caesar salad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe some black beans on the side. I mean, you know, it, it varies. It's all you, you need whatever you want. It's basically the way I teach.
2: Okay. So, again, it's changing things up just like your workouts, as you were mentioned yeah. earlier. Keep it.
1: Just change keep it up. It, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know, during the week, you may be a creature of habit, but on the weekends, it's different. Mm-hmm. You just got to learn what to do uh, on the weekends you know, and keep it fun.
2: Okay. And uh, how about how late can we eat?
1: Um, I always recommend people eat at least an hour before they go to bed mm. um, because, you know, unfortunately... We get a lot of this, oh, don't eat after seven o'clock. And then a person doesn't go to um, bed till 10. And then we get into this starvation mode again. Mm -hmm. So it's easier for the body to store body fat when it's in that starvation mode. Um, But a little bit before bed is is, is critical. You know, protein, Mm -hmm. protein and fat. They don't spike insulin. You know, no fruit. That's for sure. Do not eat fruit before bed. You know, uh, maybe some turkey slices with an avocado wrapped up in it. Maybe it's a low carb protein shake with ice water and some peanut butter blended up. You know, somewhere in that 150, 250 calorie range, which is just perfect. You know, so that's that's kind of where I go with people. I make sure that, you know, if they're going to bed at 930, we're going to schedule a meal around 830, something meal, snack, whatever you want to call it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right. Right. I know. I, I love it. This is good stuff to know. Again, it's all about uh, teaching us the healthy eating and uh, all those options. And um, I know for my kids after school, it's the big time where they a refrigerator comes open and uh, it's like, hey, mom, it's the cheese sticks and yeah, there's a and great the peanut butter. You know, absolutely. Those, it's uh, perfect. Cracker. OK. We talked a little bit about the supplements in the last show, and those were for professional athletes. What about for just everyday uh, supplements?
1: Um, Omega threes. Uh, you know, your, your essential fatty acids, um, you know, at, at MRM, we have the a product called smart blend. Hmm. So it can, it, it puts together EPAs, DHA, you got GLA, all of these essential fatty acids in a really wonderful ratio. Um, and and it helps. It helps the body with cellular function. It helps with brain function. I mean, we the the benefits of uh, omega threes are. I mean, they're all over there. The data is imp- very impressive.
2: Multivitamins are, I think are you had mentioned also are important for everybody. Mm-hmm. Multivitamins. Can you go wrong with a uh, multivitamin? And
1: uh, to, t- I wouldn't say it can go wrong. Is there are there ones that you know the the form of a mineral? It's really the minimal mineral. You can't really screw up a vitamin. It is what it is, but it's the minerals is where the, some of the forms don't properly get absorbed as well as they could. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, is you got to look at how often are you taking a vitamin and mineral? How often do you need it? You know, if a person burns a lot of calories and sweats a lot, we got to make sure that you get minerals throughout the day, not just one time. So, you know, the one a days, eh, it's better than not taking one. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> we want to make sure. Yeah, correct. Okay, well, again, so interesting, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to stop by. Oh, it's been a
1: pleasure. I love it.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, We look forward to having you on again. And in the meantime, you can catch more of Chuck on his website. It's called balancednutrition.net. Learn everything he's involved with. Plus, check out some of the great products at mrm-usa.com we look forward to our next visit thank you thank you very much if you've ever enjoyed the delicious food inside our kitchen you may have tried this tasty dish
0: now you can make it yourself sesame miso dressing by mother's marketing kitchen two teaspoons sesame seeds toasted two teaspoons mustard seeds toasted one quarter cup sesame oil one half cup brown rice vinegar one cup water two tablespoons mellow white miso two tablespoons green onion sliced one half ounce arami seaweed, one teaspoon wasabi powder, one tablespoon garlic minced, one tablespoon ginger minced, And first, in a dry sauté pan, you want to lightly toast your sesame and mustard seeds until they brown. They will begin to pop, and that takes approximately two minutes. Next, remove them from the heat and place in a bowl. Add oil, vinegar, and whisk until blended, approximately two minutes. You combine the miso with the water and mix together. You add it to the oil and vinegar with the remaining ingredients and whisk two minutes. This is great over salads, pastas, stir fries, or as a dip.